0: Hello you, this is Anna Guerra, your host and you're listening to the audio version of my Medium article I tried to create a YouTube channel and I failed. A story about what I learned while trying to launch it. Last Easter, I was struck by the idea of creating a music YouTube channel with two other people. We were going to create a channel that celebrated music, no matter the style. Sharing our taste, criticizing tracks, learning more about music, the world and ourselves along the way. I named it 52 Music Deck. We had it all planned out, believe me. In the meanwhile, because the team was supposed to be in every video and I was only coming back to Lisbon in September, I decided to learn vlogging and video editing by myself. That way, once we started actually shooting, the video creation would be faster and better quality. I shot some of my tourist adventures in the UK and Spain, edited the footage on Adobe Premiere and uploaded the masterpieces on my personal YouTube channel. Then, I shared those with close friends and family. 52's music deck channel concept was validated, the opportunity was there. Nonetheless, the team was not able to launch the idea off the ground. This is not a story about why my YouTube channel failed, this is a story about what I learned while trying to launch it. 1. No one takes a starting YouTuber seriously. Although I do have a record of keeping my word and generally going through with my ideas, No one thought this YouTube thing was a real thing. From my parents, to friends, to acquaintances. some were more supportive than others, though. I want to thank those who did, and that actually asked me the right questions which made me question the project and made it stronger. To this day, I receive similar reactions regarding my podcast on Anchor. Everyone will think you're crazy until they don't. 2. Producing good content takes longer than you think. Let's look at the example of creating a vlog. I thought creating a vlog was shooting myself while having a minimally coherent speech and then switch it up with some landscapes, close-ups and slow-mo shots. It's not. It's cameras, microphones, lighting, recording and editing style and skill. It's having the right software and matching the video clips to make an understandable, engaging story for the viewer. Creating a 5-minute vlog would take me 5 hours, although you do get faster with time. Still, for mere mortals like us, it is a long ride and you really have to love it if you want to get better at it. 3. You can learn pretty much anything Over the years, I have realized the best way to learn something is to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation where you have no option but to learn. I told people I would create YouTube videos, my team didn't know anything about running a YouTube channel and their editing skills were as good as mine, therefore I had to step up. Humans rise to the occasion. Went through hundreds of videos and articles, then I brought my camera everywhere uploaded videos just for the sake of it, and tried to execute one editing feature every video. Now, I'm never afraid of having to create a video. In fact, I volunteer to do videos. Learning by doing, they said. They said right! 4. People are terrified of cameras You'd think people who are constantly taking selfies and can't eat without taking a photo of their food first would be totally okay with being casually in front of the camera. No, never! Let alone strangers. I know people are in their own right of not wanting to be on video, it just seems a little bit silly considering what they post online. Some strangers found my blogs intriguing, some laughed and some were plain right upset. The best part of filming yourself in public is people thinking you're somewhat relevant somewhere in the internet. 5. Vloggers are champions of multitasking Good vloggers are not only thinking in the moment and enjoying themselves while documenting their life, but are also already thinking about the vlog storyline and how every sketch fits together. It was stressful and made other people stressed too. Regular people don't like it when you turn on your camera every 10 steps. Every time you'll feel like you're recording too much, and every time you'll end up not having enough footage to execute the video you want. Plus, if you're like me, you might also try to sneak a few Instagram-worthy shots along the way. I developed the most respect for YouTubers, especially daily vloggers. 6. There is a lot to consider when building a brand. Branding has come a long way since fancy company names and catchy slogans. Now, choosing a name means finding something that turns into an easy URL and that is available on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter and so on. Just covering all the default visuals for the different types of social media is enough work. Think of everywhere where the brand will be represented and don't forget you have to create a brand online voice, which might not possibly be the founder's voice. Write down a set of values and your project's mission. 7. Finding the team for your project will take a while. Unfortunately, finding a team for your project is not scouring the internet for the perfect match. Finding a team is talking to a lot of people and getting a lot of recommendations. It's doing 10 p.m. Skype calls to pitch your project in hopes of getting an, quote, I'm interested. It's very hard to find a team when you don't have much to offer. You're selling a vision. The most important thing is to keep in mind that whether these people stay in your team or not, hopefully you have touched them in some way and now they will follow you and support you in the future. The people you have worked with are one of the most valuable networks regardless of the success of the project. 8. No one cares nearly as much as you do. As a founder, you'll overthink everything. Good founders analyze every small detail and try to understand how it fits in the whole story. That's also what makes not-so-great founders. They get lost in the little things, write dozens of plans, and end up never executing anything. Truth is, your team members won't care as much as you. Remember, it's your dream, not theirs. In particular, your users won't care as much as you do. So stop thinking what-ifs for phase 4 when you haven't launched phase 1 yet. 9. You just might find another passion Finally, I understood I loved creating content and entertaining people with more than just my written articles. In July, while still working on the YouTube project, I decided to create the Ana Guerra Podcast, which has now become my 100% focus project. Do you have a YouTube channel? Can you relate to some of these lessons? Clap your heart out if you like the article. And if you want more audio content from me, you can subscribe to my podcast on Overcast, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Player FM, in a couple of hundred places, I'm sure. Wondering what I'm up to when I'm not doing podcasts? You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram under the username Anna RL Guerra. And that's it, folks. So see you on the next episode. Bye we <laughs>